I'm joined with Salka Ailey. She is the head of banking markets, innovation and product at European Banking Authority. Hi, Salka. How are you? Hello. I'm fine. Thank you. Thank you for the invitation. Oh, thank you for joining. So just to start, uh, what would you say are the characteristics of your role at EBA? First of all, I would like to briefly explain uh, who is uh, who is the European Banking Authority and what is our role. So European Banking Authority or the EBA is uh, the regulator or regulatory agency in the European Union responsible for regulation, convergence and uh, risk monitoring of the EU banking sector. So our main role is to develop single rulebook for financial services then uh, uh, contribute to the supervisory convergence and monitor risk and vulnerabilities of the EU banking sector. Uh, as part of this work, we are also monitoring financial and technological innovation and trying to adjust regulation reflecting uh, the need uh, for, uh, for digital services and uh, reflecting how technologies are being used in, in the banking sector. And that leads me into my role. Uh, so I'm leading the team called Banking Markets Innovation and Products. And this team is doing a lot of horizontal uh, activities where digital finance is one of them. Uh, in addition to digital finance, um, I'm also leading the work of the EBA on sustainable finance, uh, securitization and uh, uh, engagement with third countries. That's really interesting to hear. And I really think the innovative efforts of the EBA are very interesting. Um, kind of going off of that then, what other topics are you focusing on under the digital finance work? So the starting point of, uh, of priorities in the digital finance work is uh, the European Digital Finance Strategy uh, published in September last year by the European Commission. And uh, with this new uh, digital finance strategy, uh, there are two significant legislative proposals um, on which uh, uh, we are uh, working together with, uh, with the Commission. And these are uh, Digital Operational Resilience Act and regulation of markets in crypto assets. So uh, this, uh, the first one uh, will bring uh, new harmonized regulation on minimum ICT and cybersecurity requirements for all regulated entities, as well as um, oversight of third party providers. Uh, and the second one will, for the first time in the EU-wide context, introduce the regulation of crypto assets and all the participants in the crypto assets uh, uh, ecosystem. That all sounds great. Um, thank you so much for sharing more about, you know, the work that you do and the EBA in general. Kind of to go back a little bit now, can you explain more about your background and your education and how your education has related to your current role? First of all, my first uh, first degree I completed, and uh, I'm very proud of it, is uh, uh, in mathematics and physics, which uh, probably is not so uh, not so usual still for uh, for uh, women and then as uh, i progressed uh, with my career i also um, have a second degree in business administration 
So uh, where to start? Uh, my, uh, my first work experience uh, was actually in a, in a small bank uh, and uh, I come from Slovakia, so I can say that it's a small country and a small bank, but it was uh, in a trading room and uh, that was a very exciting experience. And as you can imagine, uh, it was a room full of men, uh, which was additional uh, challenge for me to, to cope with completely new type of work and uh, a new type of environment. Um, uh, however, I joined this, uh, uh, this bank uh, uh, at the time when, uh, when the banking markets in Slovakia were quite turbulent. And um, there was a, a local banking crisis uh, 18 months after I started uh, uh, this position. So, uh, and uh, based on that, that resulted in uh, that crisis resulted in um, uh, blocking the overall uh, market. And uh, gradually also the, the bank where I was uh, working uh, uh, had financial difficulties. So that kind of brought me to the, uh, to the area of banking supervision. And uh, with the knowledge of, uh, of trading and markets, uh, uh, I was a very interesting candidate for uh, banking supervision uh, in the Central Bank of Slovakia. So I continued there as an on-site inspector, uh, supervising especially this area of uh, trading, uh, market risk, liquidity, and uh, uh, gradually uh, I was giving more responsibilities as a supervisor and entered into the space of uh, working uh, from the EU perspective. So uh, I have been um, representing uh, the National Bank of Slovakia in uh, the European Committee of Banking Supervisors, CEPs, and later um, later as the representative at the European Banking Authority, uh, which uh, then helped me to, uh, to be exposed to the uh, European context, or context of this work. So I would say that overall, uh, studying mathematics and physics helped me to develop uh, the skills to have a structured way of thinking and fast thinking and that enabled me to enter the, um, the area of, uh, of banking and uh, financial regulation and supervision as a very a good starting point. So uh, this uh, education helped me uh, to start, but then uh, the rest was uh, very much related to my personal effort, uh, ability to work hard, and uh, and showing showing interest in in number of areas. Yeah, I mean, I think everything you've said, I think the hard work and perseverance just stands out more than anything. Um, I mean, even just to get the degree and just to work and you know just put yourself out there and continue to work in a in a field that is oftentimes very male dominated. Um, you kind of touched on that earlier, but kind of going in a little bit deeper, do you think diversity is a problem in the industry, anecdotally speaking? I would uh, refer to, um, to my specific experience rather than trying to evaluate diversity more generally. Uh, so through, through my career in the financial sector, 
yes, especially when I started, uh, I can say that uh, it was a male-dominated sector. Uh, and especially at the managerial, managerial or executive level, definitely. Uh, my, my first, as I say, my first work experience in bank was a room full of men, but actually also my first managerial experience at the banking supervision also involved this, uh, uh, this uh, issue of diversity as uh, I, I was appointed as a head of small unit uh, with six men and uh, half of them were, were approximately 20 years older than me at that, at that stage. So this was a very challenging experience also to, uh, to work uh, with this composition of people to get accepted and, uh, and get the work done and, and succeed. So myself, uh, I was uh, personally always more focused on being seen as professional and, um, uh, and didn't really worry that much uh, about me being a woman. So uh, with this approach, uh, I think uh, 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 it is possible to succeed. Uh, but of course, at the same time, I have uh, not tolerated any treatment uh, uh, where I would be not treated as a uh, as an expert in the area, but uh, I would uh, I would be treated differently because I'm a woman. So I have never tolerated that, and that also helped maybe um, that this issue I didn't feel uh, that uh, that was personally affecting me very negatively. However, the situation is evolving a lot over the last uh, 15 years and uh, both private and public sector have taken uh, step specific steps in encouraging female candidates, monitoring gender balance in boards or committees. And uh, as I, for example, do, do a lot of speaking events, I always hear that there is a rule, no panel without a woman these days. And uh, uh, that's, that's very nice to hear that this is uh, generally very much respected and actually also experienced some panels where, where we were missing men. So we had to find a man to achieve gender balance the other way around. So it's, it's nice to see uh, these situations. So uh, for example, also the EBA uh, in, in our work, um, we pay specific attention to gender balance uh, uh, and we have it included in our founding regulation and in the regulation related to banking sector. So, for example, on the EBA side, uh, we apply gender balance when selecting certain senior positions. And on the side of banking regulation, uh, there are rules in the capital um, uh, uh, in banking uh, uh, capital requirements directive uh, where uh, we have been asked to do benchmarking of diversity um, and uh, gender neutral remuneration policies on which we published uh, a consultation uh, paper last year. However, there is still a way to go to, to really achieve uh, gender balance and uh, diversity. And one obstacle which uh, I would like to mention uh, is a practical obstacle is uh, while there is a lot of uh, encouragement in uh, female candidates to apply for senior position, 
sometimes uh, there might be a real practical problem to succeed in those selection procedures, especially if the eligibility requirements uh, include experience from a similar position. So, of course, if there are not enough women in senior positions, they do not have comparable level of experience. So also selection, uh, if it's only based on experience, not on potential, female candidates might not make much progress in, in obtaining uh, uh, senior level experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I think that there has been progress that has been made, you know, like you said recently, but I also do think that there is a long way to go. And I think most people will agree, you know, that diversity is important in any capacity, in any type of diversity, um, but kind of want to hear your opinions on that a little bit more. Why do you think diversity is important and especially in technology and in finance? And also, would you say there's any association between women and their skill sets as it pertains to fintech roles? Just anything that you've maybe seen throughout your experiences? Diversity is important in all forms, if it's country, region-based, gender-based or education expertise-based. Uh, and why? Because it can really bring different and better solutions if we involve more diverse uh, people in, in designing solutions. Uh, it can bring different perspectives, experience, and at the end can be more user-friendly, uh, including uh, in the area of fintech technologies. So, uh, for example, we can have um, uh, an I see these examples in uh, in banking environment uh, that fintech um, developments are many times uh, done in uh, project teams uh, with uh, diverse composition between uh, also IT experts, business experts, uh, customer uh, um, uh, experts, because for uh, technological uh, technologically advanced applications and modern solutions all these perspectives are are needed to uh, to have uh, 21st century uh, solutions for uh, um, uh, for financial services and in this context uh, also let's say gender balance as experience balance can uh, can really uh, make a difference uh, and make uh, those uh, uh, applications really customer-oriented, more uh, easy to use, um, and uh, uh, consider a wide range of users uh, through which then also uh, financial uh, entities can have a broad range of customers. Mm -hmm. Definitely, I absolutely agree. I think you know, as you mentioned, perspective is the most important thing that you can gain from diversity and just allowing people to exchange ideas um, is, you know, the biggest benefit of that. Kind of going on, moving forward, what do you think will be the role of women in fintech and I guess of the industry as well in the next 10 years? Yes, the fintech sector is uh, rapidly evolving. And of course, it is not easy to predict where it will be in five years from now, uh, nor uh, 10 years. Uh, however, we can uh, we can see some trends uh, which uh, which are showing a certain direction. So uh, these trends I would mention just uh, just the main ones. Uh, the first is uh, digitalization of processes with customers and inside the organization. So really, fintech is playing a role in in having uh, 
full uh, um, fully digitalized processes everywhere and this will this will continue so less human intervention a more digital and uh, and um, smooth workflows the second one is uh, platform based cooperation and integration of services again uh, moving from maybe uh, typical emails, uh, download, upload, track changes type of cooperation to really sort of uh, uh, chats, uh, shared documents type of cooperation through platforms and uh, ability to, to link everything and, and track, uh, track changes. Uh, the third trend is generally wide use of data an increased use of big data everywhere, which uh, then enables uh, a new type of products, uh, services to be more tailor-made, uh, better, um, uh, be more user-friendly, or uh, uh, having like, easier, easier access to, to some of the products or easier use. And then the fourth one, fourth one is uh, that new technologies such as artificial intelligence and machine learning uh, will enable new level of problem solving and, and product design so uh, that's that these are the overall uh, trends so what does it mean for uh, for fintech sector and uh, potential role of women uh, the sector then will eventually probably need less uh, direct IT programming skills, which maybe were more um, dominant for, for men to, to be, uh, to be in, in those roles. And uh, we'll need more horizontal roles, uh, combining the knowledge of processes, data analysis with technical solutions. So, and I think uh, um, uh, females can uh, actually be quite successful in this kind of combined horizontal um, horizontal areas quite well, uh, because we on, on daily basis uh, we solve very complex uh, connected tasks. So uh, that that's maybe one uh, one area which uh, which will reshape. Um, of course, there is already a high demand for uh, data scientists or behavioral finance specialists. Uh, so this is a new opportunity for everybody to, to get uh, in, into this area. And then also the, the, the horizontal nature of uh, digitalization in finance uh, will, uh, will require the knowledge, not only the IT uh, technologies and solutions, but understanding uh, also the interface with customers, with regulators, uh, internal processes, and uh, broader, uh, broader project management uh, skills and architectural know-how and communication skills. So the type of, uh, type of experts needed will be more um, broad, uh, broad experts understanding uh, different uh, uh, different processes and uh, able to interact with uh, uh, with different stakeholders. So, what uh, what also maybe will uh, will impact uh, and uh, these days we all see it uh, uh, during this COVID crisis is that uh, uh, the new normal uh, in the way we work will maybe also uh, enable more women to think about. Uh, uh, the role in, in fintech or technologies more generally, because 
uh, we all expect that we will probably be working more from home and having more flexible uh, working time compared to the usual uh, presence in the office, which uh, might also mean that uh, for, for some, uh, some women who had to decide between the family and work, this choice will not be so binary anymore because there will really be much more, much more flexibility. So these new uh, digital tools can also bring, uh, bring new people who would uh, otherwise uh, be discouraged maybe. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I think the, you know, the move to a more digitized world and like you mentioned, you know, remote working provide even more opportunities for women to get involved. Um, and I think the last question then is just what advice do you have for young women who are interested in finance or technology like myself? So first of all, of course, uh, I'm, I'm always very careful with giving advices because everybody has its own path and uh, they, they can find a way to succeed. But just building on, on my experience, I would, uh, uh, I would maybe say that the following, uh, first of all, very carefully select your education because this is an important starting point you know education as i said uh, in my case helped me to get my first job and uh, you know that's that's the important start uh, so don't don't worry about also selecting maybe more technical areas um, and really carefully select uh, um, university and, and the overall direction. These days also with all these trends in digitalizations, uh, uh, I would be very careful in thinking which uh, type of jobs uh, might not be needed in 10, 10 years from now as part of this, uh, this selection. Then uh, of course, uh, the general uh, recommendation, uh, do what you like. So find enjoyment in, in the area you, you would like to be involved. Uh, and especially when it comes to technologies, uh, we are using them on daily basis. Uh, it's important that we find the angle which, uh, which, uh, uh, which we enjoy in, in, in using technologies. Uh, then uh, when you are already in, in the working uh, place, uh, uh, embrace new areas, don't be scared and uh, don't wait until somebody will ask you to, uh, to take a role. Uh, be ready to put yourself forward and uh, and show ambition. So I think uh, in in twenty first century it's seen uh, also very positively if if women show ambition, and then uh, if if you can show enthusiasm, passion, passion, passion and professionality, um, I think uh, you will succeed. That's incredible advice. Um, thank you so much. Thank you. It was my pleasure. Thank you once again for joining me, Slavka. Um, and thank you for everything you had to say and all of the advice and experiences that you had to share. Thank you very much.
Um, well, so just wait, I need to restart that. <laughs> so just to start, uh, what would you say are the characteristics of your role at EBA? First of all, I would like to briefly explain uh, who, is, uh, who is the European Banking Authority and what is our role. So European Banking Authority or the EBA is uh, the regulator or regulatory agency in the European Union responsible for regulation, convergence and uh, risk monitoring of the EU banking sector. So our main role is to develop single rulebook for financial services then uh, uh, contribute to the supervisory convergence and monitor risk and vulnerabilities of the EU banking sector. Uh, as part of this work, we are also monitoring financial and technological innovation and trying to adjust regulation reflecting uh, the need uh, for, uh, for digital services and uh, reflecting how technologies are being used in, in the banking sector. And that leads me into my role. Uh, so I'm leading the team called Banking Markets Innovation and Products. And this team is doing a lot of horizontal uh, activities where digital finance is one of them. Uh, in addition to digital finance, um, I'm also leading the work of the EBA on sustainable finance, uh, securitization and uh, uh, engagement with third countries.